the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel, Jason Hammer right over there with a very special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Kevin Bowen does the morning show on our sister station, 107.5 The Fan, Kevin and Query. KB, we have a new Colts head coach. His name is Shane Steichen. Tell us about Shane. Yeah, 37 years old, so the youngest coach in Indianapolis Colts history. He's actually the third youngest in the NFL right now. Uh, most recently, just called plays for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. He's been in Philadelphia for each of the last two years. There, he's worked with Nick Sirianni, who is the head coach, who used to be Frank Reich's offensive coordinator. So there is kind of some Frank Reich-Nick Sirianni history, which is an interesting subplot, but very bright offensive mind. His quarterback resume is extremely impressive. He's worked with a variety of quarterbacks, which I think is really important to point out. You know, Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia these last two years. Justin Herbert with the Chargers before that. And then Phillip Rivers. He was Phillip Rivers' position coach for several seasons before becoming the offensive coordinator out there, which, again, I, I think is really important for a team that's so desperate at quarterback right now. You don't pigeon your, pigeonhole yourself into, like, one specific kind of quarterback. A lot of variety, a lot of different offensive background, and this is the trend of the NFL. Offensive coaches are winning, and so for all of that, the need at quarterback, I think, is higher, checks a lot of boxes. What type of offense are you expecting? Because it feels like we're going to have a new rookie quarterback. At least that's what all the indications lead us to. Uh, but what type of offense can we expect here in Indianapolis? Yeah, it's a great question, Hammer. I, I, I really don't know, to be honest, because, you know, like I was saying, the, the quarterback background is so diverse. If you look at what he ran at the Chargers – and for, you know, NFL people out there, Norv Turner was kind of the early head coach that had an influence on Shane Sykin. And you look at what he ran on Sunday night with the Eagles, it's two totally different offenses, which I like. I think that shows you that you can adapt, that you can cater to the personnel that you have. You know, I think the trend in today's NFL is certainly you need some mobile threat at quarterback. Do you need a Jalen Hurts? No, but, I mean, Patrick Mahomes clearly had a huge scramble in that game on Sunday night. And just the ability to get out of the pocket and make some plays with your legs is critical. So I do think we'll see some of that. I think the staple that you saw from Philadelphia is they are uber aggressive and very on point in like the situations that arise in a game. So I think those will be critical elements that Steichen needs to utilize and will. Philadelphia was a really good run team. They did it in a, di- a different way. Obviously, having a running quarterback helps. They had a great offensive line. Um, so I do think that's an element that obviously the Colts would love to get back to. What kind of coach is Steichen? Like, is he an in-your-face kind of red ass, or is he more of a player's coach? What kind of style does he have? Yeah, maybe like a light red ass, if that's such a term. <laughs> um, He's a diet red ass. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. You know, I referenced earlier Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni yeah. history. I would put those two at two ends of the spectrum. Frank Reich is a former preacher, and Nick Sirianni cusses out Colts fans. Yeah. So, like, you know, again, <laughs> That's right. Very two different ends of the emotional state. But you know what? Frank Reich wanted Nick Sirianni as his offensive coordinator to kind of balance him out from an emotional standpoint. I do think Sirianni, or excuse me, I do think Steichen is a little bit more Sirianni than he is Reich. Now, I don't know if he's going to be crying during the national anthem in week one, like we saw Sirianni do yeah. during the Super Bowl. But I do think you're going to get a little bit more of the fire and a little bit more of the public accountability than Frank Wright gave you. 
I'm kind of excited for that. Honestly, Kevin, as a Colts fan, um, I'm ready for somebody that can be a little bit of a ball buster. Somebody that can tell DeForest Buckner, hey, at the end of the year, you got really lazy. Somebody that can tell Quentin Nelson, you're making a lot of money. You're not living up to it right now. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Obviously, there's different styles that have won, and there's been quieter, calmer coaches that have had great success. But I think if you talk to the overwhelming majority of players in the NFL locker room, they would rather cater to that, or they cater better to that coaching of a little bit more of a public accountability. This is the NFL. This is not, you know, Beach Grove Little League or Hamlin Southeastern, whatever. I mean, this is a big, big time stage. And I think that is an element that Jeff Saturday brought a little bit more of. Now, again, the results speak for themselves. But I do think the Colts were looking for some of that. I don't think that's the dominant trait from Steichen. I think it is a very bright offensive mind. I will throw this out there because Phillip Rivers played for the Colts. Uh, Steichen and Phillip Rivers are very close. And knowing Phillip Rivers, that dude is not hanging out with just milquetoast NFL mind. I mean, he is a bright, bright football player when he played and I think what you're getting to Shane Steichen is an extremely smart football mind so he is the new Colts head coach the offensive coordinator for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles coach Steichen what does that mean for the future of Jeff Saturday in terms of his relationship with Jim Ursay in the Indianapolis Colts and moving forward yeah that's a great question I you know if I were Saturday I would happily go back to ESPN because I think he'll be very coveted to go back there considering the experience he just got here in Indy for a couple months um Jeff Saturday in my opinion if he wants to get back into coaching he's got to work his way up the ladder and I know his ego might not want to do that but you've got to experience what life is like as a coordinator what life is like as a position coach those things people just don't walk out of a tv studio and become an NFL head coach unless Jim Mercer wants to do something crazy. So I, I think Jeff's got to be open to that. Um, you know, Jim Mercer obviously loves him. I, I, I don't really see, like, a front office role. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. If Chris Bowden and Shane Sykin have any input, I think they'd be a little hesitant thinking, oh, that's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. I don't want looking over my, my shoulder here. But obviously Saturday wants to do it. He wanted the job. He was very aggressive in trying to publicly vouch for himself and getting the job. Uh, but I think it'd be best for him financially and lifestyle, probably to go back to ESPN. But if he really wants to become a coach, I don't know. Go join Frank Reich's offensive line. So much that doesn't really make sense. Well, to how does it? How does it work? Reich. How does it work when a new head coach comes in? Like, is he going to clean the house and get his own people, or is he going to have to put up with whoever Greg Ballard puts him with, or maybe it's a little bit of both? Yeah, I, I would say a little bit of both. But I think for the most part, Chris Ballard will let. For, uh, Shane Steichen pick his coaching staff. I do think you could see the defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley, kept. Uh, Gus Bradley and Shane Steichen worked together with the Chargers in four seasons there. The 2020 year, they both were coordinators. Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator. Um, Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator. Uh, Shane speaks very highly of Gus. You know, think back to last year when the Eagles played the Colts. The Colts held the Eagles to the fewest points all year long when Jalen Hurts was starting, 17 points in that game. So obviously there's a lot of respect there. And it would just provide continuity on the side of the ball where Shane Steichen doesn't have a lot of experience. So I could see Gus Bradley and several of those defensive staffers maintained. Kevin Bowen is our guest from 107.5 The Fan. We're talking Colts, new head coach named today, Shane Steichen. KB, now we turn our attention to the NFL draft. The Colts sitting at pick number four right now. 
what's realistic? Because we see all of these mock trades and mock drafts going on where the Colts are giving up two to three first-round picks and everything else. Are the Colts willing to basically sell off the next couple of years to trade up maybe to number one? Yeah, I think they would be willing, but in terms of a significant price, I, I don't think it'll be like you're mortgaging a huge part of your future. You know, to go up from four to one, I think it would in all likelihood cost you your fourth overall pick, of course, the second round pick this year, and probably next year's first, which obviously is, a, you know, a, a big trade package. But again, I don't think it's selling the, the, the farm. The, you know, the, the big thing with that sort of move is this. Obviously, Shane Steichen has a great and diverse quarterback background. You love that. That should mean he could be appealing to several different quarterback candidates. But if there's one that stands above the rest, you got to get up to one. And we, I mean, no one is crying. No, no, no Chiefs fan is crying what Kansas City traded up 20 some spots to get Patrick Mahomes in 2017, uh, especially with Houston at number two. I think that's a big part you got to point out in this. A team in your division is sitting there two spots ahead of you. If you feel like there's a guy that's clearly above the rest, you cannot risk. You know, that team all of a sudden drafting that guy. So I think that'll be a big, big part of it. But, man, it is crazy to think the Combine's in two weeks and the draft's in two months. And if you have a team like the Raiders, for an example, if they make a deal with the Bears, and the Raiders have known to do stupid stuff, if they give away (laughs) way too much to the Bears and they jump up to one, now the Colts are in a position to where, okay, at this point we're taking the third-best quarterback on the board at the very least. Yeah, it's a great point. Again, you know, if Houston goes to one, what if some team trades up then with Chicago at two or Arizona's at three? I mean, they don't appear to be super quarterback needy. Honestly, I think a team to keep an eye out on, I know they're five spots behind the Colts. What about Frank Reich and Carolina sitting there at number nine? I mean, they have a very aggressive owner who's relatively new. I think just a couple of years, honestly, ownership. You know they're going to try and make a splash, and you would think there'd be some intel that Frank Reich might have on Chris Ballard or vice versa on who they might like. So I think that's kind of a sneaky team to keep an eye on. So here's what I did, KB, real quick. I lost my Tukas on the Super Bowl. A lot of money, a lot of money on the Eagles, a lot of money. And I had $15 left in my account. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to make it back. I'm going to put it all on IU to win the men's basketball NCAA tournament. Everybody, Everybody's laughing at me. Uh, What do you think my shot is there? Well, uh, if you don't mind me, 15 to win what? Three three fifty, I think. Okay, very nice, very nice, healthy play, uh, yeah. healthy payday, if possible. There, um, I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world. You know, See, all right, the sports expert said. <laughs> the sports expert said not the craziest thing in the world. Now, now, you do have a bit of a crazy guy potentially coming back in the lineup in Xavier Johnson, and I'll be very curious to see how IU reacts to that they clearly need a little bit more i mean they played seven guys on saturday night and barely got away with it so they could use somebody but boy xavier johnson i i refer to him as kind of old lance stevenson remember we had good lance stevenson and bad lance stevenson that's kind of what you get with xavier johnson so uh you need to pray for good xavier johnson in march if they're going to get on any sort of run what's coming up on your show tomorrow kevin well certainly a lot of shane Steichen talk we will kind of weigh out the pros and the cons on that we're hoping to have him on at, at some point this week if not maybe around the combine as well but a lot of reaction to the Shane Steichen press conference from earlier today 1075 the fan the morning show Kevin and Query that is Kevin Bowen KB thank you thanks guys it's the Hammer and Nigel show